Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Matt Madness Wrestling Podcast. My name is Ron Pashery, columnist for TJRWrestling.net. Here once again with my good friends, Alo, Aaron Lloyd, and Eric Trembicki, also known as Ek2Fly. Welcome back. It's good to see you. Thank you. Thank you. How you been? Oh, man. I've missed you guys. Yeah, same here. Same here, man. Where's Joey Rods? I don't know. I don't know when we'll see he's him again. Mexico? He's got, he's is he in Mexico? Who knows? He's he getting married soon, right? He just got. He already got married, but he's already married. He's got better things to do. He's, with, he's with the shining he stars. <laughs> yeah, he had something better to do. I don't know. Yeah, you know, we might have to drop him out to low down Lloyd. No relation <laughs> soon. No relation. I love that no relation is part of his nickname too. <laughs> it's one more like a trial call quest. Yeah. Well, before we get started on Raw and previewing NXT Takeover. Real quick, we'd like to, you know, issue an R.I.P. to Muhammad Ali, the greatest. Float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. Really, he may be the greatest sports entertainer of yep. all time. Because he was in a real live combat sport, and he was more entertaining outside of the ring than he was in it. Yep. Nobody could talk trash better than him. Nobody cut a better promo than him. And then as a human being, he did nothing but help people less fortunate. Phenomenal as a human being. Which you can't ask for much more from an athlete. Role model for decades to come. Unfortunately, his time as a spokesperson for less fortunate was cut short by Parkinson's disease. But he was a symbol for racial equality, you know, economic equality, for chasing your dreams for the whole time, even when he wasn't able to communicate. So Muhammad Ali, I know none of us really old enough to know him as an athlete. I never saw him fight except for replays. I know you guys are younger than me, so you weren't you didn't see it either. But my personal favorite live Muhammad Ali memory was his uh, the torch lighting at the 1996 Olympics in Atlanta. Guy who couldn't talk but spoke volumes just by being there on a world stage like that, uh, past his prime. But speaking of combat sports. Brock Lesnar, the Beast Incarnate, making his return to UFC at the biggest card in UFC history, UFC 200. I didn't see this coming. I don't think any of us did. I believed him when he told Stone Cold Steve Austin he was done with it. So you guys obviously were both surprised based on your reaction. What do you Uh, think? What do you think of, what's your thoughts on this for him personally and for WWE? I think a lot of it. Um, when I got when I saw the news, what was it, Sunday morning? I, I thought it was huge. Uh, I was excited. I was intrigued. Uh, obviously, a former WWE wrestler is signed by UFC for over the past year and has not had his debut fight. Brock Lesnar has some type of... Were you purposely not saying his name? Or are you under a per- WWE purposely, contract? Purposely, purposely, <laughs> purposely. So... But Brock Lesnar, for some reason, has some special wine thorn somewhere, in whether it's Vince or whatever, or there's a contract glitch. But he's able to go in there. He's able to... Maybe it's only one fight. Um, I heard the rumor that, supposedly, WWE owns 10% of the UFC. So that's why they can do this. Uh, supposedly, he has to be back by SummerSlam. I mean, I'm excited. Um, ever since the day I heard where that CM Punk signed with UFC, I was looking forward to that fight. I think it was literally, I was watching UFC. So you're almost getting what you wished for through Brock Lesnar instead of Phil Brooks. In, in a way, in a way. You know, it's, it's that, I don't know. Uh, some people may not like this comment. It, I think people that don't like WWE won't like this. 
but Brock Lesnar called himself the modern day Bo Jackson, which I thought was pretty cool. It is. Because as a wrestling fan, who else went from wrestling to something else and then came back? And not only that, so he went from wrestling to the NFL to UFC, back to wrestling. And, you know, I'm going to go run over, I'm going to do mixed martial arts, and I'm going to come right back. I'll yeah. be right back by SummerSlam. Dude, it's not going to be like a year hiatus or nothing. I'm coming right back. Right. So I, I think it's pretty phenomenal. I'm excited. How about you? Well, I just when I woke up Sunday morning, I just thought this was a, this was a dirt sheet just making <laughs> something up because I I wouldn't even think. Yeah, you're very untrusting. Yeah, I'm untrusting. But because when I woke up, I was saying to myself, why would they allow him to wrestle and fight in the UFC? Because he's under a WWE contract. But but since it's Brock Lesnar, I'm sure he can do whatever he wants since he has one of those special contracts. And I I know the rumor is that. Yes, he's going to promote SummerSlam during SummerSlam weekend. And I'll, I kind of also have a feeling for WrestleMania, they're going to borrow somebody from the UFC, maybe Ronda Rousey. That make that makes sense because I wouldn't understand why they would allow him to fight. Not just beat, not, not just beat him, but actually fight. Right. And Phil Brooks will be fighting at UFC 202, which I, I think is SummerSlam weekend. And they're going to use, they're going to use UFC 202 to promote, promote SummerSlam. Did you did to what that, I, to I what saw I that was a rumor that was rumored that he would be fighting in August, but you saw that that they punk? Did, yeah they yeah, did, yeah. They so punk punk is on the card for no, two hundred two for two hundred two. Yeah. Not, not just that. What are the odds? I to what I heard again with this whole WWE owns ten percent. To what I heard is WWE is sponsoring UFC two hundred two. Hmm. Yeah, there has to be some something going on because I, I didn't think Vince and Dana White even liked each other because all the comments Dana, Dana, Dana White says about the WWE product I you, know, you don't think those are just works? can be <laughs> Taz thinks Ronda Rousey losing was a work <laughs> he does I, forgot, I totally <laughs> forgot about that my thought on this is one Brock Lesnar really is the one guy who could even try to attempt something like this there's not many other dudes who can be out of the sport for Currently. four years and then go in and be in yeah. a fist fight with a professional yeah. and fighter. A, a thing with that is he's portrayed like that, on, like that on WWE TV too. Still, as right. a, as a beast from the UFC. Right. So this this kind of is getting to another point I wanted to make. I I like Brock Lesnar. I enjoy him. I think he's fun to watch. I think he's great for WWE. You all, you both know that I was really soured on the whole Dean Ambrose Brock Lesnar WrestleMania match. Well, I thought, I why do we you, all were? Yeah, I think I thought, why don't you use Brock Lesnar to elevate Dean Ambrose, who's going to be there all year round? And then I start to and years to come. Yeah, and I start to not like the whole guy who's not really there that often being protected more than the guys who are there. Well, I, but something like this happens, and you're like, oh wait, this is why. They treat Brock Lesnar the way they do yeah. because he could wake up one day and say, "You know what? I want to go fight on the biggest fight card of all time." Yeah. And WWE can be like, "Okay, well now we're going to be talked about. Our guy's going to be on Sports Center on a, with a live interview." Yeah, this is all over Sports Center. I heard that SummerSlam is going to be advertised on the UFC mm-hmm. 200 card. He's got if he wins this fight, he's going to have now beaten a legitimate. Heavyweight fighter and then coming into SummerSlam. Yeah, because he is booked for SummerSlam. Yeah, it's supposedly so like he's guy. not. Bu- it's not a guarantee he'll wrestle. Well, he's going to be there, and that's the oh, point. Yeah. He's going to be at UFC and then wrestle and then SummerSlam. Yeah, he single-handedly. Yeah. Just probably tripled the amount of attention SummerSlam. Yeah, he, he crossed each show, basically. Yeah. He helped both companies. Yeah, that's how exactly. He is. And that's more publicity for WWE with, with these with these high-end media outlets and ESPN. So, didn't want to talk too long about this, and I know neither of you are big uh, MMA watchers. 
I'm is your not, feeling I, that he's going to win? So, um, my feeling, I don't know. I actually, it was funny. I was at work today talking to some guys that I know that watch it more religiously. Um, I remember when Brock was leaving WWE, I stopped watching. And it's, I didn't know he was leaving at the time. I don't know if I was that young or I was just not watching that religiously. I didn't know he was leaving. Uh, all of a sudden, one of my friends tells me, hey, you know, Brock's uh, playing for the Vikings. And then it was a couple months later, he's going to UFC. I'm like, this guy can't make up his mind, but I'm not paying attention. Yeah. And I caught highlights of his UFC fights. Like I, He would fight, and I would catch it like the next day. I never watched any of his fights live, which, in retrospect, ever since he came back in 2012, I regretted it. I was like, man. Well, like, I'm excited about this guy being back, but I never watched any of his fights. I wish I did. Um, so this is something I'm looking forward to. So you're to. getting to right or wrong. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> that's kind of more or less where I was going at with the whole CM Punk yeah. thing or, like, how I was excited. Now, that's why I'm looking forward to this fight. You know, as an avid, you know, wrestling fan, whether there was a hiatus at one point, but, you know, been a wrestling fan since a kid, I'm looking forward to seeing this. I hope. As a wrestling fan, I hope he wins. Just gut instinct. We all we all get like a feeling about something. Yeah. What's your feeling? He wins or loses? He wins. How about you? It's a work. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine. Well, he kind of he's like he still trains the same way. So I do. Like I said, I don't know much about UFC. Uh, so. He said on ESPN he's training differently. Well, like I said, but he's still he's still training. He's training already for it, and he and. The way, the thing, his style is still basically the UFC style. So I don't know much about the guy he's facing, but I wouldn't be shocked if he did win. But if he lo- imagine if he lost and had yeah, it portrayed on bad. WWE TV. So the guy he's fighting does not. His record uh, is sort of undersells how good the guy is. He's not in the best shape in the world. He's kind of a. But this guy's had guy. more fights than Brock has. Yes. Yes. And he is a very heavy puncher. Now Brock. He can knock anybody out. One, he catches you with one punch, fights over. Brock has a nine-inch reach advantage. He's the bigger, stronger guy, and Brock is, you know, world-class actual wrestler. So really, Brock Brock's game plan is just going to be get him on the ground and just pound him out. I would say, having seen Brock in a while, the last couple of fights Brock had, he was dealing with the diverticulitis, not at 100% health, did not look good at all. But I have I have a feeling he's going to win this fight, and I think that's going to be really great for WWE in the long run. Well, good. Speaking as of, as yeah. marks, all three of us should yes. want that. <laughs> exactly. Speaking of WWE, Raw last night. I'm going to stick with AJ in the club and Cena and the New Day. AJ got to finally come out and confront John Cena, tell him why he did what he did. Actually, before we even get to that, this, I thought I like. Did you like AJ's match with Kofi on SmackDown? Did either of you watch it? I caught the yeah. end. I did. It was one of the best Smackdown matches of the year. It was good. It was a great, a great finish. Too. One of the best what matches? SmackDown. Oh, okay. it was good. It was a very hectic finish. Mm-hmm. Ended in the Styles Clash, and AJ gets the win. I liked that they actually put over Kofi's career accomplishments mm-hmm. in the promo to start the show. Mm-hmm. Multiple time Intercontinental Champ, multiple time U.S. Champ. Multiple-time tag team champ, the longest holding tag team champion in the history of WWE. Not yet. Oh, he's not yet. No. Not oh, yet. I thought he said that he was. Maybe they they said he was getting close to it then. The, yeah, they're close. They're closing on London and Kendrick. Oh, not then. Why are Kofi they going to get to it? Has held a tag right. team title longer than anyone else, any other one individual oh, in the company. Oh, may, that might be that might be yeah. true. So I like. How that. does that make sense? 
He's just held a tag team title more than anyone else. It's just a like way if you to, accumulate it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Over all of his reigns combined are more than anyone else. Stupid. But Cena comes out, talks about the excitement of that moment, which you didn't get to talk about it last week. How great was that? AJ and Cena in the ring together. It, it was pretty cool. I like. You it. can tell both of them loved it too. I they loved it, and I didn't see the heel turn coming, which I loved. There's some nerdy guy I work with. Not nerdy. I'm just I'm just hating on him. <laughs> I'm hating on him because he said he knew it, and he's the only person. Dirtsheet.com. Halo. <laughs> Aaron Lloyd didn't even say he's seen it coming, and if he didn't see it coming, nobody, nobody saw it coming. Exactly. I, 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 buried, I, buried, I buried the dirt sheets every Listen, week for you. If it Aaron didn't see it coming, if my boy Ice Trey ever watches this, Ice Trey, I still don't believe you saw this coming. It crossed my mind when he reached out for the handshake, because that's usually how it happens. And then once they shook hands, I was like, okay. Didn't they shook hands, and they, but no. I mean, we all have been talking about, or no. Halo, DirtSheet.com, has been talking about how it's going to be a tag team match going into Money in the Bank. Yeah. And that's a, not a dirt sheet. Have a, 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 uh, you know, he's going to have a mystery partner, so I'm like, that's not a dirt sheet. <laughs> well, that's not even a dirt sheet. That's, 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 that's me using my eyes. Yeah. Well, Cena asks, why, AJ, did you take the easy way out? You could have had a WrestleMania quality match, but you took the easy way out. AJ comes out with the club. He and says, a great promo. Yeah. Awesome promo. That made Both Raw. Guys. It was if Raw went off after that, I've been fine. Yeah. Raw was terrible. Oh, that was a main. <laughs> that was a main event quality segment. Yeah. They talk about WrestleMania quality matches. Yeah. That was a main event quality. Yeah, because Raw was horrible. <laughs> and it, it's it's the most you've gotten to see AJ be like be somebody. Yeah, promo he hasn't was gotten good. to talk that much. That was a, a great character for him. You know the reason. Uh, there was a comment I thought you were going to make as soon as I brought this up. I thought you were going to say that WWE writers watch our show. They did. Because AJ says, I needed to be with these guys because I know what happens when people wrestle well, you. People like me wrestle you. Me. bury people like me. Yeah, people like me get buried by people like you. You fight John Cena, and then the shovel comes out, and they end up buried. Ron, when I tell you, I marked the hell out when I heard that. Joey Rod's actually texted me, Yes, he me did. Too. Oh, was that he a group? Got, no, he wrote me on my Facebook wall. <laughs> okay. I marked out. I was like, yes! <laughs> he watched the show! Yeah, they brought up the shovel. But I liked that it was, again, like when I mentioned the Charlotte promo a couple <laughs> weeks ago, I said it was Attitude Era-like in that they took something real life and used it turned the dial up on it and used it on the show. That's like real life stuff that people talk about. You know, it, what was the first thing you said when they turned on AJ? You said you shed a tear when they turned on Cena. You said you shed a tear for yeah, AJ. RIP AJ cuz he's going to get buried. So they actually they acknowledged yeah. it. Then Cena comes back, well this is the same stuff everybody's been saying about me for years. And then obviously the club and the new day have a match. It actually was the, the Xavier Woods show for a hot minute to start that match before he broke a rib. And is it, that legit? Yeah, I it, think so. He, he tweeted. I he tweeted, I might have broke a rib. I, I haven't. WWE.com hasn't said, I'm sure. But, yeah, that, Xavier was doing his thing. But. I assumed if it was a work, he would have stayed stayed on ringside or whatever. I assume that's why they he was out. But I thought that this match was actually... Kind of cool too. It was a different New Day match. Mm -hmm. They didn't have Xavier outside. They were outnumbered, and I liked that Kofi was like pissed when the match started. He came out like intense, fired up. It was not just Kofi high flying. Love the spot he did to escape the corner when he hit Gallows and Anderson. He snuck out underneath and then kind of like showed off a little bit that he got away. What did you think of the the tag match? Well, the match is good. It was highly entertaining. 
uh, from top to finish, whether it was the brawl before the bell rang, whether it was the content in the match, whether it was post-match. It was a good match. How about you? Um, I love the aggression from the club because this is what I, this is what we've all been waiting for. Even when before the match started, the, before the match started on the outside, the brawl before the match started, that style clash on the outside was awesome. That was even before the match even started, AJ didn't even have his gear off yet. Yeah. And the fact that he took Woods out, it gave the match a whole new, it gave the match a whole new di- whole new dynamic because the new day is always the ones with the numbers right. in. Right. And they didn't have any, they didn't they didn't have that in this match, so it was it was a new day going going against the numbers game. And Gals and Anderson they're sh- they're polar opposites in the new day. New day is all happy, smiley. The club isn't, so that gives it a whole new dynamic and it forces the new day to be more serious. Yeah, I I thought it was a really good match. Thought it was actually a better main event <clears throat> than we've been getting on Raw the last couple weeks. I feel like they've almost been they've almost flipped hour two and hour three. Where, like, the middle hour yeah. is... Which uh, I don't like. <clears throat> I don't like it. I think it's almost disrespectful to the people that watch the show in its entirety, which WWE should want. Yeah. But they know their viewers, you know, die down that last hour. Okay, cool. The viewers are going to die down. We're going to put the, you know, the subpar main event for the show at, at the yeah. o'clock hour. I agree with that. Cena comes out to uh, make the save for the New Day when they're getting beaten down at the end. He, I, I was just waiting for it. That he was just going to clear out all three of them mm-hmm. like it was nothing. AJ smartly sneaks out and then sneak attacks him. Then the New Day saves Cena. Do you enjoy... I mean, if, if ever we thought there was a chance the New Day were not true baby faces, <laughs> there's no no way around it now. Yeah, they're standing in the ring with Cena. Cena. How did you feel about that? Well, I, I was just shocked that Cena didn't insert himself in that match. That, that was new for me because John Cena always does stuff like that. But so were you expecting that or not? I was expect I was expecting that because that, that's what technically happens. The new days being the new days outnumbered, they needed a partner and Cena didn't come down. I'm glad it happened after the match and gave the club the win to make the club look strong. Like their number game is is better than the new days numbers game. I like that the two matches from SmackDown to Raw were two different finishes. The, the SmackDown match against Kofi finished with a Styles Clash. This match ended with a phenomenal forearm. Yeah, which I like that they're giving him that versatility. If he's not going to use the Styles Clash all the time. At least they're letting the phenomenal forearm finish matches as long as it's not against Roman Reigns. <laughs> no amount of phenomenal forearms and Styles clashes would finish Roman Reigns. Eighty-three of them, mother. They still <laughs> he gonna kick out. I have some comments about the promo. I thought the promo was fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's technically, I like how AJ said what everybody else says about him. All, all the all the in-ring technicians always say the same thing about Cena. Cena addressed it. Yeah, yeah, I heard this all before. This and that. It's kind of, it's kind of shadowed what happened with Kevin Owens last year when AJ was right. saying stuff about my kid and this and that. Even like when the club came out, just a shot of AJ at the at the top of the ramp, putting his hands up in the air and the smirk on his face. It, it just it just oozed a bunch of charisma for me, and. Just a week into the feud, there's a bunch of heat already because these guys genuinely do not like each other. AJ puts over, puts over. He could sell out, sell out, sell out anywhere. Mm-hmm. He's way more phenomenal than John Cena. And John Cena saying that I, no matter what, I can beat you. No ma- I'm glad you brought that up actually because I forgot that he did say that. He said this is what you're doing is desperate. Yeah. He said desperate. I can go anywhere and yeah. sell sell that place out. Tokyo, Osaka. He says I've been anywhere, everywhere. I've been the champ. I've sold out buildings everywhere I've gone. You've only done it here, mm-hmm. and it's the only place probably seen it could do it. Yeah, and that's an yeah exactly, and that's an IWC comment. Yeah, with with, the, with all the marks say about marks say about Cena. So, 
There's ton of heat already just one week, and I cannot wait for the match. <laughs> I really can't. We bash Cena on this show. It's not for his in-ring mm-hmm. skills. I think he's fine. It's, it's the character. I don't have, character, I don't have a problem. But... Just, I just think it's the decisions that he's made in not putting people over at times that we, that we don't like about Cena. Yeah, I agree. I'm excited, too. I guess while we're on this, and maybe it's, it's early, just in case the freak ends is someone out here, <laughs> who goes over in this match? It's kind of hard because... It is really hard. I'm going to say Cena, and I may change my answer when it's time to really make a prediction, but when in doubt, I think he just always picked John yeah, Cena. Okay. <laughs> I think that... I think possibly AJ gets this victory. I don't think it'll be clean, but... And also, next month... Maybe at, because of the numbers. Yeah. At Battleground, the go-home week before Battleground's Battleground... Battleground's next month? Yes. I actually got the, excited. Yeah. The yeah, bat- 724, I believe. Yeah. The go-home the the go home show is supposed to be the week that SmackDown goes live. So, uh, I think Cena goes to SmackDown. I think AJ goes there, too. If they, if, if they want to just have them both get one victory and call it the quarter rivalry over, one goes to Raw, one to SmackDown. But I think AJ's going to SmackDown with Cena. And I think Cena will get, get, a win, get the win there. And in a SummerSlam, I pray AJ wins because this is about the new era. you got to put a new era guy over over the old era I guy. Agree. I agree. That's how I, I feel, but I'll go with my call. I think I think we get a three match series up until uh, SummerSlam, and do we get the Cena special with he loses the first one and then wins the next two? <laughs> I, I I think Cena is gonna lose this first one. I'm hoping obviously for that AJ goes over in the uh, you know the full scheme of the question series. Did, did you th- did, did you hear Cena say Bullet Club? It sounded like I he said didn't. Pull Up Club. Yeah, but he I did say know. Bullet Club. I could have sworn he said the Bullet Club. Yeah, he said he said you brought your junkies from the Bullet Club. I could have sworn he said Bullet Club. I'll have to Club. go back and watch. And that was one thing. I'm glad you brought that up because I meant to. I had no If anybody listening or watching wants to post something on our Facebook page to, to let us know for sure. But, yeah, I know. I don't know. But we have, actually have our first listener question. comes from Ronald Golga Lloyd. <laughs> Knew you'd like that one. He digged for that name, didn't he? <laughs> he, he did. He did. I'll give him credit for it. They mentioned it a few times about WrestleMania quality matches. So what would you rather see? Cena Taker, Cena Styles, Reigns Rollins, Reigns Lesnar, or Rollins Triple H? For WrestleMania? I don't know if he's specifically saying WrestleMania, but just as a match you get to see. As a WrestleMania quality match. Because that's what they're calling Cena Styles. So which one out of those would you rather see? Um... I think they could tell the best story with Seth Triple H. I think they could tell the best story with that match. I guess for my answer, um, there's four of them. There's one I really didn't care for. Was it was Seth Roman in one of them? Seth Roman, yeah. Seth, I don't really care for it because I'm going to be force-fed that at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess secondly is going to be Triple H and uh, Rollins. Uh, I'm a fan of both, but I'm going to be force-fed that at some point. And it's someone from the past, someone from the present. So I don't really care for that at the moment. Um, the one I care for, I guess, the most, I'm going to say, would be AJ and Cena. And luckily, we're all going to be treated in two weeks to that yeah, match. Yeah, won't be long. Um, that's what I'm looking forward to. As much as the past two, maybe three years, the rumor's been a mania match between Taker and Cena, I ha- would want to say I don't look forward to that. You know you what? Well, you, you want an Undertaker to be done after this one. Yeah, maybe I wouldn't have be done two years ago. But 
But I'm almost to the point where I've always thought Cena was going to retire. Cena wasn't there this year. Last year I had other plans. Maybe I'm I'm a little interested in taking Cena because I think that will happen. And I think that will be the way for him to go out. But, but you think AJ Cena is... I, I'm, 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 I'm excited for that. It's funny. I've seen like the memes and the gifts or on the internet of, you know... This is what you see, Cena versus, but I say WWE versus TNA. And it's funny because if you go back to Triple H versus Sting, that is how someone my age, someone your age, we should have looked at that match. Right. Yeah, I see it that it, way because I don't because I no, never watched no, that because show. So I'm just excited because I'm just because excited. their careers are parallel. They both debuted in 2002. They both essentially became the faces of the company. And t- he and was, we know it's over for my boy. Yeah, RP AJ. Yeah. My my choice, I'm going to agree with you and say Triple H Rollins. Yeah, the story will be awesome. When because yeah, it's that story was supposed to be told, you know, leading up to last year's WrestleMania. It still can Obviously, be told. It it's still going to be told. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to a resolution to that story. So that's the only reason I'm going with that one, because it'll be the end of his story, and then Seth Rollins can move on with his career from and the authority pe- and all that. And stuff. the pedigree. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say that's the only thing exciting about that is going to be the battle of the pedigree. Did you hear him on Jericho's podcast? I did. Okay. <laughs> That podcast was awesome. It, it was. was great. That was Wasn't as good. good as this. <laughs> but that, that was the subject of my column this week. Was Seth Rollins is he's I think he's going to be like the voice of the new era of WWE. Roman will be the face, but I think Seth Rollins will kind of carry the banner for pro wrestling in WWE. But Seth and Ro- Seth and Roman. You thought they were going to show up on SmackDown to push the story forward? They did not. Neither one of them was at Raw last night, unless maybe I missed it when I was fast-forwarding commercials. Human Reigns? <laughs> it was just the vignettes, which I thought were a little odd. I th- they're always produced well. They're always interesting. They always kind of make an impact. But Seth had what I thought was a babyface promo. I thought the same. And not only they that, show his, his, network special, his network special is almost babyface. And Roman keeps talking about how angry it is, but he again, he's back to the smiling, and he didn't look angry to me. If he's supposed to be angry at Seth Rollins, why is he smiling when he's talking? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I thought they, I thought, again, they're always well produced, but I don't think that they necessarily represented these guys in the right way. No. I don't know if you guys agree with me on that, but. I like how they show each other's point of view. And a lot of that was, I believe it was most of that, Seth stuff was from WWE 24. Yeah. I believe. And it's so hard because I do like both points of view. It shows Seth's point of view. You gotta feel bad for Seth since he was gone. And like Eric said, that was kind of a babyface thing to do. And it showed Roman's trouble. Roman saying how Seth always thought he was the architect. He always he always loved being known as that. But they didn't forward this feud that much, even just with that little video package. I liked Seth saying, "I don't dislike Roman. He yeah. was just in the wrong place at the wrong time." Mm-hmm. So to me, that's a good story. As if Seth is like, "Yeah, I could take you or leave you," and Roman is like, "No, I hate you." Like, that's a fun story to tell, but Roman did not get that point across. He just got it across like, hey, I'm mad, guys. Like, I'm really angry <laughs> that Seth did this. Yeah, Seth, Seth took my moment. Like, he's, he's smiling about it. Mm. Oh, he did the McNabb smile after an interception. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that, oh, I see that, <laughs> that many times in the fourth quarters. Yeah, yeah, too many, too many times, but I agree. I don't think they pushed it forward. How, do you feel the same way? Did you... 
It's one of those, again, disappointing times where you don't see the champion or the challenger on the main show. Uh, I mean, is it pushed forward? Yeah. I mean, if you didn't watch the network special, I would think this should grab someone's interest. So at the very least, you're saying the people who aren't watching the network got to see some stuff on set. But where were they? (laughs) Wait, where? I don't know. I don't know why they weren't there. It, it didn't make a lot of sense. I expected to see at least one of I would of FaceTime one of them and ask them right now on the show, but I don't have a number. <laughs> we'll work on that for next week. We had a question about this, by the way, from Professor Charles Xavier Johnson. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he asks, he asks does the Seth Rollins segment from Raw hint that a double turn is in the making? I'll take it first. When when the first match got announced, I, was, I said I didn't think this would be a clean finish. I thought it would be a controversial finish. And like Eric said, that 24 special is a face thing to do. Cena got hurt. They didn't have a special for Cena. Orton's been hurt. They have a special for Orton. Cesaro got hurt. No special for Cesaro. So, he said, I think this isn't. I don't, I don't think this match will have to have a, a clear decision. And this will be a part. This will forward a Seth Rollins face turn. I, I guess for me to dive in and interject there, a lot of people got in, in, uh, injured. The only other person they really did one for was Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan was in that kind of you know heavyweight title picture. Yeah, that's I mean, a, obviously yeah. he was intercontinental title picture. But the, the reason why I look at this different, if it happens, if it's a double face turn, I think it'll be awesome and surprising because you figure when that stuff happens, it's typically a Survivor Series, it's a Royal Rumble, it's a SummerSlam, it's at a big show. If it happens in Money in the Bank. Rise of the B-level pay-per-views. I hope it happens. I don't think it will happen. I don't, I don't think, think it will happen at all. I don't think they portray Money in the Bank as a B-level pay-per-view because those Money in the Banks have usually They don't been be- better betray than- any of them as B-level pay-per-views. Yes, they do. Have you watched huh. the LC? <laughs> have you seen Extreme Rules? Yeah, I've seen them. I know they're B-level pay-per-views, yeah. but they don't... When they're... You know, advertising them and they're pr- giving the promo. It's never activated. Like, oh, you know what? This is gonna be a B level paper. It's not gonna be as good as last. When you look one. at the card and, and watch it, do you think, oh, this is awesome? Every 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 year. No. Exactly. That's my point. <laughs> Listen, but they didn't make this card. Ryan, what do you think? This is gonna be. Uh, what do you think? <laughs> I think that we are not going to get a double turn. I think that they are. But can you tell this jabroni that they're not making this as an A level show? I don't think. Well, I said they see. Mo- like, if if you think, go down Money in the Bank history, uh-huh. Money in the Banks are it's important. Actually, they're important. Like people say, they want King of the Ring back a lot. Money in the Bank is kind of essentially King of the Ring because you're guaranteed a championship match, and you're labeled as Mr. Money in the Bank. So you automatically always have a touch, and you're you're made important no matter. Who I look you at are. the A shows as WrestleMania, SummerSlam. And to a slightly lesser extent, the Royal Rumble. In Survivor Series, but Survivor Series has been Survivor horrible. Survivor Series, I, I don't... Yeah, it's been, I don't, it's I don't been view weak that. for 15 plus years. Exactly. I think Money in the Bank, though, it's not it's not treated the same way as the big three, but it, it is important because, like you said, it always ends up with somebody has that contract. Yeah, and the show... That could be telling a story for the rest yeah, of the Yeah, and the year. shows are never really bad. Like, like, like you'll hear next week on the... Throwback Madness. <laughs> Money in the Bank 2011. <laughs> Review. My answer to the question, though, this is from Xavier, you said, Professor right? Charles Xavier Jones. Okay. Chosen by the GOAT. But I don't think we see a double turn. I, I think WWE is very inconsistent with the way they continue to tell stories. So I think that they are fine with putting a special that makes somebody look like a baby face. And uh, portraying them as a heel on Raw. So I don't think we get the turn. I also think that they're not big on wins and losses. They don't think titles matter. 
I think they've probably realized that the way wrestling crowds and wrestling fans are now, you're never going to be able to tell wrestling stories the way you used to. You can't because the, the crowd last night was terrible. They like who they like. They don't like who they don't like. And WWE is just kind of like, okay, these guys are going to like Seth Rollins. These guys are going to like Roman Reigns. We can't change it, so we'll just tell the story we're telling. Yeah, but there's just so much money in Seth, Seth as a babyface. Yeah. And Xavier, thank you for the question. Appreciate it. Thanks, Xavier. You're a class act. The last thing I wanted to mention on this was that the two guys are at least going to be on the Ambrose Asylum. That'll be interesting. On Thursday. I thought it was canceled. It's Thursday or Monday? I thought it was it's on Monday. SmackDown, but no, I don't sure know. Wrong. Sure wrong. Next week. Okay, that's what I thought. But, yeah. It, okay, either way. SmackDown I thought, is not must-see TV yet. Either way, I thought the not Ambrose yet. Asylum July was canceled. That's July 19th. Or, no, that's, that's Father's Day. What, what date is it? What? SmackDown going live. July 19th. Is July, July 19th? 19th? Yeah. So Father's Day is on the 17th? July... Father's Day is in June. June July. 19th is Father's Day. July. A lot of big 19s this summer, huh? Yeah, a lot. We almost find ourselves in a Tuesday night. What was SmackDown? <laughs> <laughs> that means we're a threat. Yeah. <clears throat> we're stealing viewers. The Money in the Bank contestants are another story. These guys have been intertwined, and I guess will continue to be intertwined up until June 19th. On SmackDown, they had a tag match. KO and Del Rio against Zayn and Ambrose. Good match. But something started where Del Rio has started calling Sami Zayn a paperboy <laughs> because of his hat. It showed up on SmackDown and Raw. We're on top of the ladders. Yeah. They came out on top of the ladders, which of course was inspired by Owens trying to get to the top of the ladder, Cesaro ending up, taking the briefcase. I enjoyed this promo, if for nothing else. How ridiculous Jericho is. <laughs> He's so awesome. ridiculous. He is the best in that the was, world he, he was at awesome. what he does. He was awesome. I love the way he's sitting up there. I love that he's legs crossed. He's so comfortable up there. Crossed. And I love that he gave us uh, the gift of Jericho drinking drink it in, in, man. The way, just the way he says that. I can't get enough of it. I won one. Yeah, but he didn't. Which one? Yeah, the, the first, first one. one or the sixth one? <laughs> the sixth one. Where, Where was it? <laughs> Stupid Idiotville. <laughs> yeah, I thought all the guys got to have little moments in that promo. It was funny. I liked that Del Rio is getting put over as a threat because he's the one guy who has won one. Jericho is just Jericho. And, and he won clean and roll. Yeah, he beat Sami Zayn clean. Yeah, well, they, they all had matches against each other. Well, this is where your uncle Tilo, Teddy Long, <laughs> came back. Let me holler at you, brother. Holla, holla. That's what I'm We're going to have. Y'all talk well, lately? Well, Uncle Tilo, he was hanging with Vince <laughs> Russo. Because he made up the, the six-pack Iron Man challenge. Yes. So he, he did. <laughs> Which made no sense. He was making up all kinds of matches. <laughs> he was really throwing his hat in the ring to run SmackDown. <laughs> Did not work out well in his favor. But we got matches, three matches, with the guys involved in this in this Money in the Bank ladder match. We had, and yeah, clean finishes in all three. I thought, like, kind of surprising finishes. Cesaro went over Jericho, won via sharpshooter. Shocking. Sammy lost to Del Rio with the double foot stomp, which is one of my least favorite finishers in WWE. And then Dean Ambrose won via Dirty Deeds over Kevin Owens. The thing I did like is finishers, you all right? Finishers actually finish the matches, which usually doesn't happen. Was it something I said? No. Are you all right? <laughs> you leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, 
Is Dennis? Is Dennis? He got me crying in the background. They were all good matches. Oh, man. I liked that finishers actually finished all the matches. There wasn't a bunch of nonsense. And they're really, I feel like they're just really building up these individual feuds. And I like that whenever Owens and Zayn are together, it is very clear how much they still hate each other. Yeah. And as much as Owens tried to because pretend. Because they were starting to get along. Yeah. <laughs> as much as Owens tried to pretend, like once he beat him, like, okay, I've put that behind me now and I'm ready to move on. But there's, it's still there. Yeah, I like how they do that because they can always go back to it when needed. So that's, yeah. that's always important. Right. So I like how Owens just always is just putting him down. Like, oh, all of us matter except you. Yeah. <laughs> We're all famous. Who are you? <laughs> yeah, I did. I forgot about that. Too. That's a shoot. He did say, yeah, it is. That's how I feel like when we do like those like four way specials and Joe's are in the cast. <laughs> <laughs> like, how'd he get here? <laughs> Who we want? <laughs> Who I love the way you use who. You're very much like a New Day member in your use of the word who. <laughs> so what did you think of the three matches we got with these guys last night? Um, they were okay. They were, um, they were nothing special to brag about. Like I said, I like how they always throw Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. You still know they hate each other. Yeah. So when you need to, you can always go back to it. And that's what essentially all career-long rivalries end up. You always go back to them, go back to it when needed. Um... A lot. Cesaro finished. That was shocking. The Del Rio one was too. I expected Sami Zayn to get that win. It looked strong, but a lot, of, a lot of times the losers of these matches leading up to Money in the Bank are the ones that end up winning. So like when they, when Dean Ambrose, because I thought Dean Ambrose and Kevin Owens would come out as the winner, with Kev, with Dean Ambrose being Kevin Owens, I think it's clear that Kevin Owens is going to win Money in the Bank. Well, it's I I liked all the matches, and I was a fan. Not that I'm a mark for Del Rio. I'm not, guys. Right. Despite what you think. Yeah, I don't think any of us are. Well, despite what you think. You promise? I promise. But I, I respect his career. I think he's extremely underrated. He's terrible on the mic. I know. Don't don't get excited. He's boring. I know. He's he's boring, but he's 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 good in the ring. Did is you like? Bo- is he, he boring in the ring? Did you at least like when he called John Cena Juan Cena? Juan I, Cena. I loved it. Okay. I loved it. <laughs> All right. Pressure curling around. Took a shot at the end thing. <laughs> but. I, I, I like that he won because he needed that as much as he doesn't really need to win nothing. He's a multi-time WWE champion, former world heavyweight champion, mm-hmm. United, recent United States champion, won the Money in the Bank. Only person going into the Money in the Bank match has won it. The guy that invented the damn match won he's the never won. 40-man Royal Rumble, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, Jeez, well, you guys are even telling me. This guy's great. Maybe I should be his fan. I'm ordering his You shirt just time. became a, a Del Rio I, mark. I, I am. How the only I, thing I liked about Del Rio was with the cars. That was it. Other than that, he sucks. He's boring. But, no, my, my thing for it, I, I enjoyed it all. Overall, and, and again, maybe maybe this will help. Let's see if in seven days, if all any of us change our mind. But at the same time, maybe this will make next week a little bit of a fast forward episode. What do you guys think for Money in the Bank? Who's, who who leaves with the briefcase? This this year? Aaron, this year. Aaron said Not Owens. next year. This year. I'm I'm thinking Owens still too. It, I think Owens or Ambrose. I think is that seven spots still shadowed? I was going to mention that as well. I I didn't see it. They didn't seven, mention it. seven spots not shadowed no more. It's been it's all well, I've been seeing on dirt sheets that it's listed that it is going forward as the six man match. Uh, I'm going to be different. Uh, I think it makes sense for either Owens or Ambrose to win. Either one of them should win. However. Going back to how WWE's booked the last couple years, last couple years you had 
you know, heels. originally when Money in the Bank, I, I heard you last week, you know, it makes sense to put a heel. Sticking on the topic where you're right, it should be a heel. However, the first several Money in the Bank matches, it was always someone that's never won the heavyweight title. It, yeah, and that was going to be their way to elevate them to the heavyweight right. title. However, go back two, three years when Orton won it. He didn't need that briefcase, well, but, but that, he was a heel. It made no, sense. No, no, he, he wasn't heel yet, but the point of that match was all men were former world champions. Okay, okay, okay. Because I was and, there. Again, I, uh, congrats. <laughs> congrats. He won. He won. Didn't need it. Cena's won. No, but... Cena's won. But didn't the point need of that match didn't, didn't was... And again, Sheamus, last year. The point of the heavyweight champion. The point... It doesn't matter. I'm still stating my point. The point Sheamus, of the Sheamus won last year. Didn't need it. The this point. year, I'm going with my choice. I hope the damn man that won the, that orchestrated this match, Jericho's had his best year in I don't know how long. I hope Jericho wins. That's what I'm going for. I'm rooting for Jericho. The point of Orton winning, it was a WWE championship. Anybody who was a world champion was in that match. That was the point of it. It was called Money in the Bank All-Stars. I was there. I oh, saw Oh, my gosh. Thank you. You're thank welcome. You. <laughs> So, so I, 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 I just had to job you out. Anyway, <laughs> you can't job me out because you're a baby face. Anyway. Baby, faces, baby faces are terrible in the mic. I'm, that's why you're a baby face. I'm the face of the company, Eric. That's, that's, what baby that's why you're do. terrible. I'm the heel. That's why I'm liquid gold when I touch this thing. <laughs> and that's why I'm the champ. So we got two for Owens, one for Jericho. I wouldn't hate it if Jericho won. This would baby you, face would you hate if Jericho won? Of course he won. I wouldn't see the point. He wouldn't see the point. Of course he won it. It wouldn't make any sense to him. Do, do we at least like the way they're building towards the, the latter match? I do. He day? probably doesn't. I got my nitpicks. I got my nitpicks. Essentially, it's the same thing every year with this, and, but it's not, it's not taking a serious tone. For me, it's like you got Jericho on a ladder with his with his legs crossed, and it's like, it's like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> well, well, you don't have a um, scarf. Do you know how hot it is in this room? <laughs> anyway, like I was saying. So you feel like it's suffering from the same thing that the uh, Jericho Ambrose feud did? That yes. It was just over something silly. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah, and Money in the Bank is supposed to be portrayed portrayed it as in something important and nobody really seems to have that edge edge to one more. I, I think that promo or on top of the ladders put it over that everyone was excited. I for. hated that. Did of you course really? you did. Because they for, they're basically forced feeding that it's a ladder match. We know it's a ladder listen, match. Listen, he didn't like it because he was worried as a babyface that someone would fall off and get hurt. <laughs> That's why he didn't like it. Well women's division oh. which has really kind of oh. taken a back seat since WrestleMania. Charlotte hanging out with Dana Brooke some more, apologizes to Rick, and Becky and Natty come out and confront Charlotte and tell Dana she's just going to do the same thing to you she does to everybody else. <coughs> Dana pretends like she's starting to fall under the spell and then attacks them. I don't really know. That didn't really take anything anywhere. I don't know what the, the real point of it is. I don't know when Ric Flair's coming back. I have I don't know what's going on with anything in the women's division. What what are they building towards? What what is this? I, it's supposed to be a tag match. No, what, for, it, yeah, like haven't you been saying that for a week? Yeah, because like all, all speculation is leading all speculation per my eyes, dirt sheets, <laughs> is it's coming to a tag match, Dana and Charlotte against Be- Becky and Natty. But what is this? But hasn't Charlotte beaten the two of them enough? But but what what it, it, hasn't Dana Brooke beat them enough? Well, true. Like, like what is this? 
This makes no sense. We still essentially don't know why Dana Brooks with Charlotte. Charlotte says she's a protege, but we haven't heard from Dana Brooke. Why is Dana Brooke being Charlotte's protege when she was Emma's equal, essentially, before Emma, Emma even got hurt? Technically, you could kind of tell this is a, ha- a holdover until Sasha. You can you can tell because this is this is not good. This is horrible. It makes no sense. Charlotte coming out, oh, that was professional, but I still love you, Dad. Okay, that makes sense. But this was horrible. It m- Talk about this. I don't care. I don't. I don't have anything else. To, I said everything I needed to say. <laughs> it doesn't do much for me, but I think they could be doing something worse. They could be doing something this, worse. I'm not is this something worse than this? I think what Eric's trying to say is he can't think of anything worse they could <laughs> be doing, can't. but they probably could. I can't. Like it could be a Bella match. <laughs> I don't want to watch that. The Bella promo. Oh, <laughs> there we go. We found the one thing that would be worse <laughs> for Aaron is a pre Bella promo. Oh. I wouldn't actually talk to him personally. My brother met her. You didn't ask him? No, I, didn't, I forgot to ask him. Well, you're gonna have to let us know. How are week. you doing? My, <laughs> Hi, Ronald. <laughs> it is nice to meet you. How dare you? I don't know why I always go to hell. How dare you? But that's always I, part of my Brie Bella impersonation. Like, 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 like clearly this is gonna be a tag match. Three fourths of the match are fine, but I, I just hope Sasha comes out and destroy her. Destroyed all four of these women after that match because she's only saving grace at this point. She did, however, have a match on main event. Who did? Sasha. Sasha Banks. I didn't send it to you. Dolph Ziggler was awesome on. Oh, um, he was awesome. He on was commentary. very good on commentary. I thought Lawler and Tom Phillips were too. Very. I think main event is almost worth watching. You've almost <laughs> sold me on it. I'm doing my job. It I'm is the advocate a main event. You get the sense when you watch Raw that the the atmosphere is like very like tense. Mm-hmm. Like everything, we have to do this now, this now, this now, this now. Main event is rela- It's like watching an older wrestling show. Yeah, because Vince doesn't care. Yeah, so it's it's more laid back. It's a little more fun, and they actually made a point to put over that this is the first time we've seen Sasha in a mm-hmm. ring in a month. Yeah, and this is her big comeback. And she cut a promo. Yeah, she cut a promo. They said she made a statement tonight. Of course, we didn't see her on anything, any of the main shows yet, for a reason. This this is clearly a holdover, no doubt, because this is terrible. Summer Rae is very Brie Bella esque on the mic, by the <laughs> way. She is. She is not the best. Yes. So hopefully we see Sasha either next week or no, hopefully a, at the pay per view. Has to be in the bank. I said she has to take all these all four of them out because this this is this is ridiculous. This makes no sense. Well, I think it's time. Tag yeah. team division. We already mentioned what's going on with the club and the New Day. Obviously, a very heated rivalry building up. Uncle T-Lo, he bringing it up. T-Lo. He's raising. A fatal four-way tag team (laughs) match. (laughs) Fatal four-way. Or the tag team titles. Stephanie sent him, told him to get the step in. And she came up with a decent idea. (laughs) Yeah, all on her own. Very exciting idea for the fatal four-way. It is obviously the tag team champs, the New Day. Anderson With or without Xavier Woods. Yes, Anderson and Gallows, Enzo and Cass, and the Vaude Villains. Be a fun match. Mm-hmm. Be something we haven't seen yet. This is where I I kind of felt bad for, for Teddy Long. <laughs> because I feel like they just brought him back just to make a full no, battle. I, I liked it. No, it's not even that. Because I think they're going to bring back former general managers leading up. So you yeah, think it's going to be a running thing? Lead up yeah. to the draft. I would look like if I saw Eric Bischoff and Heyman come in. I, no, 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 Laurinaitis, but I'm sure we'll see Laurinaitis. 
But I think that would be, be good. I would think it would only be a SmackDown launch. So I'm just being overly sensitive. No, but did it? But did it? Does Stephanie say she was she was gonna be in charge of SmackDown? She did. She said she is in okay. that shame. Okay, so maybe we'll see some Raw guys. Like it was it was Bischoff or Laura Nice for the most part. No, well, I mean they could bring Vicky. They could bring Paul. That's, yeah, Paul didn't run Smack Raw. He ran SmackDown. They should only focus on SmackDown. No, but Stephanie said she was running SmackDown. Yeah, she said that because Shane wasn't there. Well, anyway, any 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 former general. They bring a ball back at that. Yeah, point. any you're, former you're general manager. To do because to we do don't know who's like going to call Raw. Yeah, to, to, uh, technically calling Raw right now, according to Vince, is both his kids. So you right. don't really need someone to say, "Hey, I'm going to run Raw." Yeah, but like if they just had segments with former general managers, they would take long. <laughs> it would be good. That'd be, that'd it be, would be awesome. entertaining. Oh, just the cosign with how great that would be. Imagine if next week. Eric Bischoff's there. Oh, oh man, Las Vegas. Isn't that where the pay per view's gonna be? Yeah. What if what if Eric Bischoff is there with the old spin the wheel? <laughs> <laughs> I would freak out. Man. That would be nice. That'd be a perfect time to bring the European title back. It's some HLA. I was gonna say, you think they'd have William Regal there for that? It's some HLA. <laughs> He's busy working on bigger and better things. Ayla, what did you think of the Enzo and Cass Vaud villains match and them trying to recreate the concussion spot? It caught it got it was a good heat thing, heat for the Void Villains. But when Cass snapped, I thought he was going to turn on Enzo. Did you really? What? Just, just like, I understood that it was because he took out, because they tried to take out his boy, his best friend or whatever. But I got scared because that aggression, that, the aggression that Cass did show, I was like, they might split these guys up after that. That's kind of I was thinking that because he I didn't think he was necessarily going to turn right there, but I thought because he that snapped was, uh, and we never start. see him snap like that. So I kind of was like they're showing a more aggressive cast. So you baby faces are just silly this week. <laughs> no, so they cast show so much aggression. I was like, all right, this might be where they try to split he, them up. He's obviously got a big singles career ahead of him, but they got a tag title reign before that. You're telling me they're never going to touch the tag titles. In NXT, then they're gonna to come to the main roster, never touch the tag title. It, it depends. It de- no, but it depends. It's what, terrible. It depends what they do with the tag teams. We, we still, we still, we still know very little about about this brand split. You, we don't know much about it yet. Would you really be surprised if they just if Vince just said, oh, "We're gonna fast track this kid." Yeah. Well, yeah. got a good look. You know, it is funny just because you brought that up. I really hope, on a side note, and, and it would be really different than what they did 14 years ago. I think when they do the draft, and I don't care if it's like a separate category, if it's a tag team or a faction where it's almost like the club or it's the New Day, three people, two people, whatever it is, that's the whole draft thing. It should be that way. Well, no it, splitting them well, up. Well, originally when they drafted, the NWO was one unit. and the tag, They were the only ones. Yeah, and Bill and, and the Chuck, because they were yeah. tag champs. Yeah. I hope they don't split anybody up. I just think it doesn't make much sense. It, it doesn't make sense now. Tag teams were... Like dying then and right now they weren't dying then. Vince just decided to kill them all. That was his call. And the dirt sheets are already saying, "Oh, they might split up Enzo and Cass." Duh, the brand split. That makes no <laughs> sense. Stupid. Duh. Use your eyes. Do you think so? Would you Would you like to see them split up either the Golden Truth or Breezango in the brand split? Breezango, so Tyler Breeze could be awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, only reason I would like to split that up because it reminds me of 2011 when I started watching wrestling again, and it was like, excuse my French, holy shit, you guys can't put a tag team together and come up with a decent name to save your life. Yeah. Um, it, I, 
what was it? Um, Kobe Kingston and Evan Bourne. Air Boom. Air Boom. <laughs> they did a multi-purpose, you know, multi-question. What are you going to name our tag? Here, fans. Pick mm. pick our tag team. Well, man. at that point, the tag team division was terrible because oh, yeah. the air, air like Colt Kingston, Kingston and Evan Bourne, they were used to to kind of revitalize the tag the tag division. And then your in-laws, Primo and Evan, Primo, Primo and Evan Cole beat them. Your in-laws. Primo and Cole. think that's funny? <laughs> I do think it's kind of funny. Primo and Evan Cole beat them because you know? Evan, Evan Bourne filled a drug test. He a loved lot of, it last week. I see his friend. <laughs> Because Primo and Evan, because um, Evan Bourne for the drug test, so they they went into the live event, and then they they had. <laughs> I did. You're and, right. And then they had Truth and Kofi win the titles back, but they tried to re- re- redo the tag division back then. Wait, Truth and Kofi were tag champs. I yeah. Mm-hmm. He was a tag champ with Punk too. I remember. Oh, I don't remember. I wasn't watching, but I know that. Mm-hmm. I don't remember uh, Truth winning the tag title. Did either of you watch like all of SmackDown? I did I didn't. I'm a center. Did either of you see the Golden Truth segment? That's going to change next month. So they came out and obviously did the R Truth, Golden Truth theme song. And they had words with a little. (laughs) It was karaoke. Like they. I thought they were going to do it last night, but they didn't. So I'm curious if on SmackDown this week they give you the Golden Truth karaoke again. I thought it was ridiculous, but it was kind of funny at the same time. Breezango, so you think that you would like to see them split up? Yeah, did but Tyler Breeze be awesome? U.S. title. What about Fandango? Like is he ever going to dance again? Is he ever going to be worth anything? Hmm. And, and I'm almost greedy. I'm sorry. I don't know if you were segueing there. I almost those beyond season vets, Golden Truth. That almost makes sense. Merger names. Breezango, terrible name. However. Man, I would almost wish those two youngsters get a tag title run. Well, they portray it more seriously and, and like, didn't mash up their music, I would agree. Listen, I would, wait, wait, each wait, when, yeah. when Fandango beat Jericho, the rumor on every dirt sheet at the time was he was going to be a, a, a future IC champion. Yeah, yeah Jericho confirmed that. He, he was, that's the future Intercontinental champion. That's the future Intercontinental champion. He beat the... Person that's won the Intercontinental Championship more than anyone, that's him all day, all day. Tyler Breeze, in my opinion, shouldn't have came up without winning the NXT title. He should have won it. He was there longer than almost anybody. He was there for a while. Yeah, he was there for a long time. And then you got these guys come up. Uh, Tyler Breeze hasn't found a shovel to dig out the European Championship, so that's not coming up. Um, they need no more titles. Fandango never no. became hardcore. They, he didn't dig up... I said, yeah, there's no point in saying it because you already buried it, but whatever. <laughs> but, listen, these guys deserve. Give them the tag straps. It would make sense. Neither of these people won a title yet. Now, if you talk about a real tag team that would work Tyler Breeze and The Miz with, with Maurice, that'd be an awesome tag team. I could see it. As Tyler Breeze as I might. You very... could see it because you guys love The Miz because you guys are freaking weird. <laughs> That's the nicest way If you watched Money in Bank 2011 yet, you'll notice the Miz was over as a heel if you watched it yet. We'll talk about that next week. The U.S. title, what is it you like to refer to? I can't wait for next week. The U.S. title. Okay. But it's not a U.S. title, it's actually a on TV. We've gotten a lot of Jack Swagger. He had a match against Rusev. I've never heard of Pop. I I had a dirt sheet for y'all. No. And Titus, that whole thing, we don't need to really get into it. Lana's Russian accent. It's back this week. It was back, but sometimes it faded out a little bit. I don't know what's going on. I don't care. As long as you're on camera, I'm hype. 
That's true. You stay hype, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, getting into NXT, we have NXT TakeOver The End coming on. Well, once, once this is released, it'll be on tonight, Wednesday night, June 8th. Some people thought it was the end because they thought it would be the end of NXT. Uh, Most people. What, what, what goes on pre-sale tomorrow? NXT TakeOver Brooklyn tickets. And what officially on Saturday. We're Brooklyn. We're Brooklyn. Oh, officially on Saturday, right? Yes. But the but the dirt sheet said... It's not over. The end of right. NXT. Except giving them an Correct. Who's looking forward to the show? The end? The end? All three of us. All I, three I, of I, us. And TakeOver Brooklyn. Hopefully I will be there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm looking, I'm looking more forward to this cage match. I said I think it was two or three weeks ago. What do you guys think about this cage match? Are they going to do anything special with this cage match? Is anything going to happen? Is the cage match going to matter? Is it not going to matter? Is it going to be a poor cage match? I'm I'm looking forward to it. So am I. I love the interview segment they did this week with Joe and Finn. I just like how disgusted Joe is. It wasn't even just like mean, angry. Uh-huh. He just he just disgusted with Finn. And I love that I love when a heel actually has a point. Yeah. Because they don't usually. Mm-hmm. But when they do, it, it it almost makes you kind of question, like the whole idea of Finn not just granting him a title shot after they won the Dusty Classic, like they said. It ended up being the Battle Royal, and someone had to win the Battle Royal to get that title shot, and of course Joe didn't win. Mm-hmm. Then he just kept talking about the hoops that Finn made him jump through. To get title shots, I love that promo from Samoa Joe. Finn, I, I think he's he's come like a pretty long way in his promo skills since he started. I always have a tough time with with the accent, like Sheamus. Mm-hmm. Like that accent is just it's tough for me to relate to for whatever reason. But and I love that they went into their history together. They've had this history for ten years, and Finn said, you know, I was at your wedding. You know, what happened to that friend that I used to know? Mm-hmm. So I think that this thing's going on for seven months. I think this is a great a great closeout for this this feud. I, I don't know that we're going to see anything especially crazy, but I think just I, that it's I the first cage so. match. I hope so. It's the first cage match, not to cut you off. Mm-hmm. I, I recently purchased a... Um, Best of NXT matches, volume one. And the cool thing is, over there, they have... Um, Bo Dallas and Neville. That was the, a ladder the, match, right? Yeah. First ever ladder match. And then what the... Uh, there's there's been a second one, right? There's been a Kevin second Owens one. Kevin Owens and Finn Balor. Yeah, Owens and Balor Lester. had another one. It was a good match. And I don't want to take nothing away from either of those guys. Because the main roster makes them look worse than what they are. And Great that's performance. You, you should guys. watch that match. <laughs> if you don't want to go watch it on the network, go buy the DVD. It's good DVD. It's a solid. Don't, 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 and the don't, extras, don't plug them yet. I'm not going to plug well, these extras. under WWE listen, contract. Listen, listen, the extra, I got a contract, not y'all, just me. But, no, I'm just saying, it, it, it was a solid match. It was a solid match. And I just think, at this point, we all know NXT puts on quality matches. And I just think, I know, and I was re-listening to it earlier, I know you hate the Asylum match, and I, I'm trying to think of, like, good cage matches. What's, like, a good cage match from the last couple of years? Most people are probably going to hate this. Like, I, re- I Do restart. not say Jericho and Bray Wyatt. Do not say that. It had a good spot. No. I, <laughs> you'll hate You'll hate the one I'll say. Okay. And, and it's because of a spot. And I think of, like, a good cage match the last couple of years. Like, what? What? What do you think is a good cage match in the last five years? In the last five years, what's a good cage match? We haven't match? seen many in the last five years. All right. 
So do you, I can't think of name. Think, think of what I thought in my head. The only thing, when I think of a cage match in the last five years, I think of, and I don't even know who he's facing. I think it may have been Kane versus Show, but I think of Mark Henry. Oh, versus the Big Show. I think of, he wasn't in the match, was he? Is it or was he interfering? He ripped off the door, he came in, he interfered. and, and he, he put Big Show through through the wall. I think of that. And that was Orna SmackDown, right? Yeah. I mean, that was Orna SmackDown. Like, yeah. But he wasn't a part of the match. I, yeah, and I'm not. So like, I can't. I wouldn't count that. He's not. A, he wasn't a exactly, part of the match. Exactly. But, but but that made the match end in a different way. It, it was clever. I mean, it was somebody getting smashed through a wall of a cage. They went out. The guy getting hurt is getting hurt by someone interfering in the match, and they win. They win. Yeah. They won the damn match. But besides that, what else has happened in a cage match? And, I mean, have we had some good spots? Jericho, you know, credit to Jericho. The last two, two and a half, three years, you know, the spot jumping on Bray, the thumbtacks, he's had good spots in a cage match. And again, maybe a cage match in my eye is a spot fest. Survivor Series 01. I, I look at that as a phenomenal tag that match. That wasn't a spot fest. That was I'm a not, match. Listen, I'm thinking, but when you think of, if I say that match, the reason I think it's good, I think about the table, Swanton. Okay. If I think about. Angle and Benoit in a cage. I'm thinking about the moonsault off the top. You know what? In the last five years, best cage match is going to be for the tag titles, Outlaws and the Rose Brothers. I'll give you that. All right. Mm. I forgot about that one. I'll so that's that what I'm one. just thinking. NXT is going to take it to the next level. Wait, because because they take th- they do things properly and don't overbook exactly. it. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's going to be why, a like, good so show. I, I'm excited for tomorrow as a wrestling. Yeah. Player. And same thing with back to that Neville and Bull Dallas match. You kept. Destroying Neville, I was like, Neville's awesome. Neville, Neville, Neville could do everything. He could, if they show the promos, the promo leading up to that match, he could talk. I've, I've been saying that since the show started. He has every every ability to be important in WWE. Yeah. So, who do you think wins the cage match? Joe. The reason being, uh, my explanation. I don't think, I don't want to say NXT hasn't booked him properly. If I factor in his age. Factor in all his previous achievements. He won the title on a live event that wasn't on the network. So no one really got to see him win. I mean, don't get me wrong. Uh, Rollins, Biggie, when they won the title, it wasn't on the network. So I don't want to discredit not winning it on the network. However, the last several times the championships changed for the NXT title, it's been on the network. Mm -hmm. So, has he defended it at all? I was thinking about this on my way no. here. I, did he defend it once against Eric Young? No, no. That was just a, no, that was a non-title match. match. Yeah. So, you're telling me the first time, the first time he defends it, he can't lose it. I think he has to win. However, and this is, this is where my, my little bit of grudge. I, I think he wins. I do think, and this is just me venting, uh, I think at some point, whether it's the women's title, whether it's the NXT tag title, or whether it's the NXT championship, I think at some point, it's going to mean something when one of these guys go and win it for a second time. It hasn't happened for any yeah. title yet. It'll be a big deal when somebody does. I agree with that wholeheartedly. It's a good point. I've gone back and forth with this because Finn's booked for NXT events leading up to July. And with the club, with AJ rejoining the club, it's like, well, if Balor came up, what would you do with him? Because the club's with this thing with Cena. And... And this match, this is the only re- this is the only match you can protect a demon. But since I think Joe won it on a live on a live event, I think Finn gets it back. 
Do you? Yeah. I think you possibly bring him up around SummerSlam. So I think Finn wins. If you don't mind, or you go ahead, and then I got something to say. Yeah, I I think Joe wins. Yeah, if Joe did win, it would be by escape because that's the only way to protect the demon. Yeah, I don't. No, it's not to discount Finn, but I mean they gave him the longest. There's a big boy climbing. I I guess he can go out the door. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's they gave Finn a the longest run in NXT history. He deserved it. I think Joe. I think Joe has earned. A title win on a takeover. Well, all right. Well, when that, you know, since we're talking about Finn, we just went a little bit to the club. Um, a great viewer of ours, Mike Day, has, wait, wait, a, has you, a question. You, you got to say it right. Michael J? Michael J? No. Oh. Mike, you can't teach that day. <laughs> you got to say it right. Because he's six foot Six, five, foot five. Five. Six foot five. Dies and twice in a day, and you and can't drunk twice <laughs> in a day. You can't teach you that. You really can't teach Unless that. you're from Westchester. <laughs> but, alright. So, Michael J. Day asks pros and cons of having AJ and Finn in the club at the same time. Uh, I guess I will answer that first since I read it. Um, pros. First time in a long time since, what, the Nexus? A four four person faction or in the main roster. That's a pro. Um, second pro. Obviously, four people, it's gonna establish dominance. Um, another pro. There is a huge opportunity. Again, you put Anderson, Gallows, tag titles on them, heavyweight title on either AJ or Finn, and a mid card title on the other. Cons. With this draft, it's going to be hard to do that. Second, con. If Finn comes up with the way the roster is set right now, Finn would have to turn heel. Con. No, he wouldn't. So what, you're, all right, Finn you're would be baby to... facing against a, a heel club. If he came up to join the club. Yeah, the question is about the club together. Oh, okay. I thought baby Fess baby paid attention. <laughs> <laughs> I, guess I, had, I guess I had a heel moment. <laughs> Rare. So you're the big show. Rare. This ain't a leap year. Yeah. The big show, you turned yeah. within the question. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to turn babyface again. Point three seconds. Terrible. Finish your point. I'm done. Oh, okay. You, you want to take that, Ron? I, I'm just going to go one for each. Okay. My, my pro would be that it would be cool to see Finn and AJ together. Two, two guys that that generation of wrestling fan loves. And also them having a four-man faction, I think, really elevates the club into something dominant. My only con, same last point he made, if, if he's in the club, he has to be heel, and I just don't, I don't think he fits. Even baby face right Ron now. pays attention. He's too popular, he's too beloved, and I just don't think it would work to have him heel debuting on the main roster. And Vince just doesn't, I don't think he wants that. Yeah. Um, my pro is, it'll just be awesome. <laughs> it's a good pro. Yeah, that's a good pro. It's awesome. <laughs> and my con is, those two are two main event level talents. And those two being in a, fa- in a stable together, one will overshadow the other. And, yeah. they, and they should not it should not be put that way. One shouldn't be in world title contention. Other, other shouldn't be in, in U.S. or intercontinental title contention. They should all, they should both be at that main event level and peaking at that main event level. Not, 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 not together in the same stable. I think when Finn comes up, Finn is, Finn's the face of NXT. He's beloved. He sells the most merchandise in NXT, maybe within the whole company. 
Vince is Vince is gonna have that as has this potential top babyface to possibly potentially be on the level of John Cena. Turn turn heel, because he has a demon and he sells the top merchandise. Everybody everybody loves a demon. He's cool. Everybody the kids love him. The women love him. The men love him. Everybody loves him. And I don't, I don't think he'll waste that much. I don't think he'll waste any time and ha- turn it turn it thin heel. Yeah, I, I agree with you there too. So we're all kind of on, on board with the whole idea of Finn does not belong as a heel. Asuka and Nia Jax had the contract signing. It, it's typical. I don't. I think it might have been you that made this point. I can't remember that in the NXT women's division, nobody wins it in their first title shot. It was me. It was you? Okay. Yeah, that was a great point, by the way. By <laughs> it was. Just, I, I just got to well, put myself over for well, a second. <laughs> well, that's why I called it back from four months ago. Uh-huh. <laughs> but... Naya and Asuka, they have their contract signing. Naya says, there's nobody like me. I'm not scared of you. And Asuka says, you should be. And then it ends with Naya Jax standing tall to close the, the episode. I know they love Asuka. I know they love that family. I know they want to do everything they can to, to elevate that family as much as possible. I just don't see how you have Asuka be the one to dethrone Bailey and then not have her keep it for a little while. Or hold on to it till Bailey. If you noticed, I'm wearing my I'm a Hugger t-shirt because this, I believe this is the first NXT TakeOver that Bailey is not a part of. Yeah, since since Arrival. Yeah, so it's... You will be missed, Bailey. I know I'm a big Sasha mark, but had to throw some support behind Bailey this week. What do you think... Of this well, let me, well, let me reiterate. Since our evolution, I'm sorry. Okay. So, what do what do you think of this of this feud and your expectation for this match? Well, if if let's say if Nia Jax did win, it would be a great story for Bailey to overcome in Brooklyn because she's gonna get her rematch. Then Oscar will have to get a rematch as well. It would be a great story of of saying Oscar beat Bailey and Nia Jax broke Bailey. So that would be an intriguing story for Bailey to overcome the odds. But I think that, like you said, they didn't have Oscar beat Bailey for nothing. Yeah. As as beloved as Bailey is, my problem with I think Oscar wins, but that will just be another big big match loss for Nia Jax. But I do think Oscar wins. How about you? What are what are your thoughts on this this match? And then who do you think is going to? Win? I think it should be an entertaining match. In one side, I want to say Nia Jax should win. Because, again, she's already had some losses. I think she's progressed rapidly fast as opposed to how some of the other female competitors do. But, again, that's kind of the NXT production. Mm-hmm. The other hand, I want to say Asuka wins. It just makes more sense. In my heart, I want to say she wins. But at the same time, I want to say she loses just because Alo pointed out the women's champion never... Well, you know, Asuka or, or, did. Or their, or their first time... Competing for a title. Oh, Oscar was the first one to do that. Okay, good. All right, never mind. Then I can take that back. I, I, Oscar retains. I just wanted to disagree with him. I'll be completely honest. <laughs> so for me, I like this match. I think it'll be fun. I think it's a battle of two different styles, and I like that Oscar has been portrayed as so dominant, and the other women being so afraid of her. Like, what was it? They had the battle royal for number one contendership, <laughs> and when she walked out there, everybody was terrified. Yeah. I like that now she's facing somebody who's just so physically imposing that it's realistic that 
as fear as fearsome as she is, she may not be able to overcome it. So mm-hmm. I think it would be a fun match. I'm excited to see it. Yeah, but how awesome would a triple threat with Bailey, Oscar? Well, and that would Ryan be Jackson great too. I would. That, not, that, that, that I was would my point. That. Yeah, yeah. that'd be an awesome match. Aries and Nakamura. Shinsuke is asked, "What does he think is going to happen in their match?" He says he thinks that Austin Aries will bow to the King of Strong Style. Austin Aries, who beat, I believe, Ty Dillinger. This week? This Elias week. Sampson. Elias Sampson, that's right. He says that in the end, the spotlight will be on Austin Aries right where it should be. Before we get into anything else about this, Austin Aries, I still <laughs> have not gotten my apology for stealing my nickname of the Perfect 20. There's only one. He's me. You may be the greatest man who ever lived, but I am the Perfect 20. I will come on here every week and demand an apology until you give it to me. So... Before your match at TakeOver the End tomorrow, I expect you to retract your use of that nickname. So, that being said, I think it'll be a fun match. I think it should be a great match. I, unlike my counterpart, Alo, don't know much about this Austin Aries guy. I've seen... Other than that he stole my nickname. That's the part where I hate him. (laughs) I know minimal of him that I see on YouTube. Uh-huh. Disrespect on the network from stealing your nickname. And I'm looking forward to the chance of him having one of the best matches of the year because I already know from what Shinsuke and Zayn did a few months ago. You put Shinsuke in a match, you put someone else, you're going to be in luck for an effing great match. I agree. I think Shinsuke wins. I just can't wait to get a heel. Oh Austin yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's... Heel Austin is awesome. You, you'll like heel Austin Aries because he'll kind of remind you of Punk. Well, like I said, the the whole idea of I the just greatest... want someone to remind me of me. <laughs> I don't the whole think... idea of the greatest man who ever lived lends itself to a heel character, not somebody. Kind of sounds to... like me. I kind of like that nickname. Well, then maybe you will be a fan. Maybe you should steal his nickname, and then maybe I'll get my apology. I'm coming for your nickname, Austin. <laughs> The next time you're on the show, I think you have to... I'll start by calling you the greatest man who ever lived. In Westchester. (laughs) Well, believe me, no one great ever lived in Delaware. (laughs) I'm from Brooklyn, you stupid idiot. (laughs) Prove it. I'm going to go with Shinsuke Nakamura. You said Shinsuke as well. Shinsuke. Shinsuke. You said Shinsuke, so that's 3-0. The Revival lost to your boy Johnny Wrestling. Yes! And Tommaso Ciampa. Do you think that they beat American Alpha? No, no chance. What do you think? Do you think this is a match worth watching? Is it going to be uh, a fun match? I think it'll be fun. Oh, like, always, and, and I think American Alpha is fun. It's always so sick. But I know <laughs> but I know you don't like these guys. No, I'm, I'm watching for American Alpha. Okay. They're fine in the ring. They're just boring. Like They, they cut that promo on NXT. It was horrible. It was bad. How about you? American Alpha American or Alpha Revival? retains. I'm going to say the same as well. American Alpha, I see no reason to give your hottest tag team the titles just to have them lose them. Yeah, and especially so. if they just lost. And, and the rival's not going to be the first people on NXT to have a, a second title ring. Correct. Yeah, you're right. There's no reason for them to have that. The that honor. Match, hell no. Yeah. The last match on the NXT You definitely won't see me next week if that happens. <laughs> Final match on the card is Ty Dillinger, the perfect 10. Against Andrade Cien Almas. Almas. Yep. 
Do you know anything about him? No relation. I no relation to. Well, you're, you're greater than the perfect ten. <laughs> I am. That's true. No, you're related. I no said way no relation. All right. That's your boy. No way, Jose. <laughs> you're your wedding planner. Anyway, I haven't seen much of. I've heard of Almas, and I'm not sure if he's in a, a cruiserweight tournament or not. But I've heard good things about him, but this is essentially what Todd... Well, it looks like he's unmasking. Yeah, he's unmasking. Yeah, yeah, he's a luchador. But this is what Ty Dillinger does best. Jobs for the new guys, so this would be... He's uh, the new Tyler Breeze. Yes. Yes. So this is a... Be- so um, Andretti will win this match. I think that's obvious. How about you? The debuting... Mexican luchador, or I'm looking forward to it. I'm assuming, obviously, we get the job out by the veteran, but I'm looking forward to the match. Same here. Just I will go Almas as well. So before we get out of here, do we have any more listener questions? I got one. Oh, you okay. do. Oh, I'll lead it off. Which one is best for business of the WWE, Seth or Roman? This question is coming from Fazil Hadi Rahimi from. Pakistan. Fazil, thank you for the question. Um, I'm going to go with... Tama, Tama, did you steal my job? (laughs) You don't have a job. (laughs) Answer the question. (laughs) All right, Ektu Fly, who do you think is best for business, Roman or Seth as WWE? Is that as as WWE champion? Yes, I'm sorry. I I guess I cut off his question. Is best for WWE? I'm sorry. Best for WWE as the champion. Uh, I'm going to go with Seth. Obviously, he didn't lose the title. He needs this reign um, to rebuild himself. Uh, Some people have some negative things to say about his reign, about how many non-title matches he lost. Uh, However, the negative here is if they give him the, in my opinion, they give him the belt right now. Reigns already won the title three times. He's not over yet. So... If he the belt goes back to Rollins, he's over. Reigns doesn't need the belt until he's ever over. He's over. Listen, he's about as over as you are. He gets a reaction. <laughs> Alo gets a reaction. So who, who's best for business as WWE champ, Seth or Roman? Seth, because Seth, the 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 internet, the IWC, we love they love him. They 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 cheer for him all the time. The casual fan will will love him because, and then also you have your regular, your plain regular fan. Who just kind of believes what they what you tell them to, they they'll, they'll and they'll love him. And you already know the fans they want to cheer him, but they they insist on keeping this guy heel. They 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 build they have a twenty four special on him, which is a babyface thing to do. And this guy can be a top draw for the company for years to come. I understand you have they have Roman and all Roman can do the, Roman can do it too. Those two can those two can be both the faces of the company. But I think Seth Seth is better overall. So, I prefer Seth, and that's who I hope has it. But to me, the fact that they've invested as much as they have in Roman, that they will just not change their mind on what they want to do with him. Vince and everybody there knows who's moving more merchandise. They know who's drawing better than, obviously, we do. I have to assume that the reason why Seth has been stuffed down the proverbial throats of wrestling fans is because he's best for business. Yeah. So, or I'm sorry, Roman. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Roman as best for business, oh, and that's well. why. That's why he's being put in the position he's been put in because he has been. They know he's best for business. So. Okay. Personal preference, Seth, but I think for business, 
probably running. Okay, well, I'm going I'm to go back and do my job. Okay. <laughs> I have a question from Angel. Hi, honey. Angel. He stole my job. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Angel, I'm sure your living room is clean as hell right now. Yes, it is. <laughs> not, a, not a spot on that carpet. <laughs> anyway, she has two questions for us. Her first question is... Question number one. Why yeah. is my boyfriend in the job squad? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> she asks, if you could date any WWE diva or slash, well, WWE women, woman, okay. who would it be? And if you were in a tag team, who would you want your tag team partner to be? You want to take it first? Eric, no, Ron, go first. All right, I'll, I'll go first. Eric, I know you raised your hand, but I thought Ron would go first. So my tag team Age partner. Age before beauty. My tag team partner, I think I'm going to go with Dean Ambrose. Oh. Because, one, I know I'll always have my back. And my character, Madness, would have fit very well <laughs> with Dean Ambrose. The tagline for Madness was he had no, no care for his own health or well-being. Would you water his potted plant? I would. Mitch, of course I would. I would take great care of Mitch. What the, what woman would I date? It's kind of between two, but I'm just going to go with Sasha because that's what everybody expects me to say. The legit boss. Bank on it, Ron. For How sarcasm, else? who's the other one that's between? Naomi. Oh. You like all that tail, don't you? I do. Right. Very well. Hey, I'm a nice man. I'll, 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 I'll dive into my hands. Right, since we ended on the second half, I'll start with that. Because age ain't nothing but a number. I'm not going to stick with anything in the present. Trish Stratus, she would clearly be my whatever. I knew that's where you were going. Yeah. You love ain't her. Ain't nothing going to change. I still love you, bro. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> You can find you can find me on uh, Matt Dot Madness underscore podcast Instagram page. You just find me. You know, we link up. I don't care if you got a kid. I got a kid too. <laughs> I put, but uh, my tag team partner. I had a bunch of different ideas. One, I'm short, mm-hmm. so it'd be smart to do like Enzo yeah. or Sean did and go with someone that's really tall, like Diesel or Big Cass. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna be different. Because I'm the runt of the litter. <laughs> I'm a team with Bubba Ray. Oh, that's different. Oh. Me and Bubba Ray, give me a tie-dye shirt, that's give me a camo t-shirt. Bubba's won the t- WWE tag title with Spike. Devon's only won it with Bubba. Put me with Bubba. Tag title's coming home to Westchester. Bubba Ray, I'll get the tables. I'll do it. I'm a little sad because I always thought I was your Bubba Ray, but... You clearly left me for, for less green pastures. The power trip is better than a tag team from Stupid Idiot, Bill. Yeah, you guys are like the power trip of what? Of the ratings, bro. The worst ratings of all time. The, hi- the highest ratings. Anyway. Which one do you want to start with? My, my, well, I'll start with my tag team partner. My tag team partner will you be... You if he says Devon, I'm jumping. My, t- my, <laughs> my tag team partner would be... One of my family members, Apollo Cruz. Okay. <laughs> so, so he could be the personality that he doesn't yeah, have. Ex- exactly. He, he could bask in the gift of Alo. He's drinking all in. Drinking it, in, man. If he wasn't already buried, if Drink he was already in. buried, he just went downhill. Drinking in. And are you allowed to answer the other question? She said I was. Okay. Um. Was it a test? No. It's gonna be someone from Total right. Divas. I wouldn't really. No, they're too high maintenance for me. Um, I, I, I would say Sasha because she's very low maintenance and we would just sit on the couch and watch anime and Japanese <laughs> shows all day. But to be different from Ron, I'll say JoJo. 
It's a good choice. Yeah, you've been creeping her for over a year. Yeah, she's high on my list. <laughs> well, you've been creeping on Trish for about 16, 17 years now. <laughs> Two-thirds yeah, of his life. Yeah, that's accurate. Yeah. Do we have any more questions? Yes, we have another question. Angel, from... there were two good questions, by the yes, way. Yes, thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you. I'll see you in a she month me, or she, so for a pay-per-view. Yeah, <laughs> she hears me yelling yelling every week when we get emails. Yeah. <laughs> this next... Uh, I, I, I get ready. Okay. So, this next question is from the Blue Blood, Hunter Hurst Lafferty. <laughs> so, he says, oh, looks can be deceiving. What are some superstars that you saw at first sight that you didn't think that would be good but stole your heart? I'm going to take this one first because it's somebody right now. You could name as many as you want. I'm just going to, Sami Zayn. Okay. I saw the, the ginger... Kind of the pasty skin, the the checkerboard pants. I was like, eh, nah. And then I watched one match, and I was mesmerized. Then he got hurt. Mm-hmm. Then when he came back, I forgot how good he was when he came back. And I saw his first match, and I was like, I forgot what a joy it is to watch this guy. So he's, I don't even want to put anybody else there, because I thought nothing of him at on site, and he blew me away. Is it wrong if I say three? You can say as many no. as you want, because I got a list. I, I got three. I'm I'm gonna just cause you said it, I'm gonna rock with Sami Zayn. Okay. Because for some reason, when he won the title, it was about three months prior that I started getting into the NXT mm-hmm. product. For some reason, I am not the ideal specimen of <laughs> the dream physique. Yes. So I liked Kevin Owens from his debut. I liked his heel turn. Sammy, I didn't see as much. Edge cut a promo on Raw once, and he came out wearing a Sami Zayn shirt. And I'm like, what is the fuss about this guy? And ever since he's made it to the main Raw shirt, and no, I'm sorry, ever since his match with Shinsuke, and not that I didn't like him prior. I, when he answered Cena's open challenge, I liked him. <clears throat> but after his match with Shinsuke, I loved him. I knew. I was like, this guy's phenomenal. So that's something extremely present. For something in the past... I will go back over 17 years. When Jericho first debuted or in WWF, I wasn't crazy about him. Really? Uh, just because it was someone from WCW, it was literally, I didn't like WCW. That, that was like literally force-fed by my brothers. Like, here's our commercial break. You're watching this. I didn't like it. I wanted to be watching Raw. So when he came over, I didn't like it. And it wasn't probably until the invasion angle that I actually really liked him. Uh, became a, a big fan. Uh, I guess another person, you know, and I'll just put, just I want to say three, just to say in the past, uh, Kurt Angle, because of his heel gimmick originally, but when he became face, I, I love that guy. You know, his brother had enough decency, or his parents had enough decency, he has a brother named Eric, they spelled his <laughs> name right, E-R-I-C, he spelled my name Eric, Correct when I got his autograph, and I was it was like 17, 18 years ago. So, yeah, Angle Jericho Zane, that'd Eric be a good actually, thing. Eric actually took a bump at Survivor Series 2000. Ah, really? Yeah, I don't remember that. But. Horrible show, but, t- t- but again, bump. that was the year I turned 21. Yeah. I told you when we watched uh, Judgment Day 2000, I remembered how much I don't forgot whoever, has November, whoever has November, do not pick that. <laughs> That's one show from 2000. That's probably gonna watch. be you, and you'll probably pick it. No, I have October. I've already got my. <laughs> I love that he knows who's got what month already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. I look forward I to it. I don't know which one I got next. I look forward to this. All I know is the main event I you have November. Is it, oh, my main event from this month is better than your main event from last month. That's all I know. Well, continue. What, what's your thoughts on this? Okay, 
Okay, well, I was gonna say Kurt Angle too, because when he first debuted, when he first debuted, he was not as jacked as he is now. He was this smaller, scrawny-looking guy, and when you when I first saw him, I didn't really appreciate promos for what they were. But now I'm looking back on them, the promos they were awesome. He didn't wait first debuted. Two more, Sasha Banks, because like, who's this girl with this red hair? Really? Around, call, call himself the ball. Yeah. She, yeah. Bailey. If you don't mind me interrupting me, because that's really interesting you say that. The first time I ever watched uh, NXT, yeah. it was December of 2014. Our Evolution. It was, it was the week before that. Mm-hmm. Or maybe two weeks before. When she had the shirt on? Yes. When she came out and confronted Charlotte. Yeah. She came out and did that promo, and I was like, who's that? She's got to be awesome. Yeah, I never act because like I would turn it on, but I never actually. Just that she was wearing Charlotte's shirt, yeah, with, and she do changed it like a it boss. To do it like a oh. boss. I thought I was like, and she did like the, the yeah. first time she did the woo and the the strut. Yeah, I was like, that's a great heel. Yeah, and I was sold. And then that match obviously was awesome. Yeah, because I think like the the parts I did see Sasha was when she was the BFFs when she really yeah. she wasn't really on her own mm-hmm. yet. So she's one Bailey. Because you wouldn't think Bailey was that great from seeing, from originally seeing yeah, her. Yeah, the headbands and hugs and all that. Yeah. Kevin Owens another one. Because like I said, bro, who's the fat guy, bro? <laughs> like, you wouldn't, you wouldn't I expect. Was, I was hyper. She had the Russo one. syndrome. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't expect that. And, it, and then like you see, like, this guy's awesome. Mm-hmm. Another one that's going to shock you, Eddie Guerrero. I, I'm with you on that. Because I it took him time to win me over. Because when I first got introduced to Eddie Guerrero was when he was in WWF. Because like I said, I didn't really like WCW. Yeah. And he was with the Radicals at the time. He, when he first came in, he got hurt because he had, he, had he, he had a shoulder problem, his arm in a sling. And then he came with China. And that's when I was like, okay, I, I kind of like this guy. He's starting to get, he's starting to get going. And, and then when he that, when, in 2002, when he hit that SmackDown 6 stuff and his mm-hmm. matches with RVD, he was awesome. So Eddie Guerrero's my other one, too. Yeah, that, that is a good one. I, I kind of agree with that one. You know what? Just because you guys will appreciate this, I got one to add. Okay. And it's, it's a late bloomer. Daniel Bryan. <laughs> so you like him now? I don't want to say it took until his retirement. However, I, it's funny since we're in the top the of the Money in the case, Bank. If you don't know what you got till it's gone. Yeah, when he, he won awesome. the Money in the Bank at that time, I just started rewatching wrestling for a couple months, and it's like, what? The, what the hell? This guy was United States champion. That's it. Now, now he's Money in the Bank. Mm-hmm. What the hell? He doesn't deserve this. You're telling me he's gonna be the world champion? He doesn't deserve it. And then some of his matches just kept going on. And then, you know, you mentioned it last week. He got his head kicked off in less than 20 seconds by Sheamus. I'm like, and that that's what you get. Mm-hmm. That's what you get. Like, like you're, you're nobody. <laughs> but then he kept going and going. And then when he won that triple threat at WrestleMania 30, as cliche as it could be, that's when he won me over. And, and, and then he kept going over. And then when he had enough respect for himself to downgrade himself and say, hey, look, I'm going to go grab this Intercontinental title, which is a step below what I did last year, and I'm going to elevate it. That's when I was like, you know what? I'm really liking this guy, but sadly you know, enough, he won the IC's been a little You know who's a big part of, da- of Daniel Bryan's career? When he first debuted? Brie Bella. The Miz. Mm-hmm. The Miz got that guy he over. He created Daniel Bryan. He loves to talk that, about it. And that's a shoot. Okay. 
awesome. But does that mean, are we about to say that, like, oh, okay, cool. You know what? Both you guys, mention The Miz right now. Because both you guys didn't like The Miz, and you guys are on his you-know-what We didn't say we like The Miz. We oh, you him. love him. No, we I said, listened last week. Yeah, we love The Miz when, he's, when he's booked properly. Because when he's out there doing nothing. Oh, you nothing, said his Enrique work is good now. No, I did I didn't. Oh, yeah, if you put up with Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, this is all show. Next. These are the best matches of his career. I like The Miz. I What's the next question? Say Do we have anything else or no? Nope, that's it. I have one. Okay. All right. This one's from Leon the Butcher. Okay. It is, what do you think is the most underrated WWE theme song of all time? Most now, underrated? When I say, I guess when he says underrated, or I'm going to interpret it this way, as a song that you think is just, may have been really good, could get you amped up and into it, but of somebody that never reached their potential. Oh. Man, that's tough. Do you have one? I do. Okay, go ahead, because me and Ron might need a minute, because I'm trying to think. I'm easily going to say Taz's WWE theme music. It is good. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything? Because I don't have anything. Um. Can, can it be from when they, before they hit superstardom? Yeah. Oh, okay, Edge, Never Stop, Never Gonna Stop by Rob Zombie. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. You think he should have just kept it the whole way through? Yeah. I, I don't have an answer for that. I can't think of anything that I think is underrated. I mean, do you ever think like think of a mid card or a job or is that a song that you music like? Music that you know. There's you plenty think, of songs I like. You know, I'm gonna go with Cena's music. Which one? The hell? Well, so because because guys like us hate Cena. Well, well, and we hate him. Thanks rapping. for listening to the Matt Madness Wrestling Podcast. But, yes, <laughs> I am Eric Trubicki, Eric Two Fly. <laughs> this is the Babyface Alo, Ron Pastry, the host. Thank you. We'll be back next week. <laughs> but while guys like us hate Cena and hate him rapping, you cannot watch Raw and hear that song without it being stuck in your head the rest of the night. That's why. Uh, Ron, the show's over. <laughs> <laughs> Join us. Well, we thank you for tuning in this week. Our listeners in the United States, India, and Pakistan. We will be back next week with another edition of Throwback Madness. It Money was Ectofly, Eric Trembicki's choice. Money in the Bank 2011. I'm very shocked you didn't pick One Night Stand on Six. <laughs> That's what I thought your pick was. I, I'll pick that one next year. <laughs> we will see you next week for Aaron Lloyd, for Eric Trembicki. I'm Ron Pashery. Take care.